The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, tape live to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. What a day in AEW land, Larson. Earlier today, it was reported by Fightful that CM Punk is in discussions with AEW to return to wrestling. And then today... Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson is reported to be have already signed with AEW. What's going on? What are the specifics here? So this is from uh, Cassidy Haynes over at Bodyslam.net. So uh, Bodyslam.net is reporting that uh, the following, quote, an update as to the future of Brian Danielson, formerly known as Daniel Bryan, a source I have spoken to has told me he is locked in and has 100% already signed a contract with AEW. In addition, I was told that Danielson was wanting to work less dates for comparable money. He wanted the ability to be able to work in Japan and wanted to have creative input on his character, which he got. There are also tentative plans already in place for Danielson's AEW debut. In a subsequent report, uh, Bodyslam.net has some details on those plans. This is what they said, quote, We were told tentative plans creatively for Daniel Bryan's AEW debut uh, as of this time of writing, which was tonight, uh, the plan is for Brian Danielson to make his AEW debut on September 22nd when AEW heads to Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. Pretty huge. Pretty awesome. That is Pretty massive. Massive. That is rad. That is absolutely... I mean, I, it, nothing is really shocking anymore. Uh, oh, this is why I thought it was PW Insider on our on our second take, because it was PW Insider that said there were no merchandise or action figure plans in place ah. for Brian within WWE for the remainder of the year, yes. which led to speculation. Yes, he was going to come to return. That's what I got. Yes. Um, it nothing nothing can be shocking anymore, Larson. Nothing really can be shocking anymore. 
Um, AEW obviously has impressed a great many people. Uh, everybody seems to enjoy working there. Uh, tonight's episode honestly felt like what is traditionally known as like a raw after mania. It's like, holy crap, they brought everything mm-hmm. tonight. Like we've got a lot to talk about. But that coupled with tonight's episode, coupled with the CM Punk stuff from earlier today, and then body slam with the uh, with the Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson stuff, mm-hmm. is uh, it's absolutely a nuts time in wrestling. All Out should be an absolutely crazy, crazy show. You got that right. Um, so uh, yeah, the next uh, the, the rest of this year is going to be is going to be great. It's going to be great for wrestling fans. It's going to be great for wrestling podcasts like us. Just to enjoy it and and to have lots of great stuff to talk about and, and yep. fantasy matches and dream matches and and uh, yeah this is a this is absolutely really really great stuff. Hopefully it's all true and hopefully it all comes to fruition. Yeah, hope so. Uh, hope so. Yeah, hope so. So uh, so yeah, let's talk about a uh, dynamite because like I said, holy moly, a lot happened. A, what a great show! This was honestly like the most stacked dynamite. That I in my in 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 my memory, anyways. I think just last week I was putting over how well paced last week's show was, because it was bang 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 bang, no let up. The crowd fed off the show. The show fed off the crowd, and for the second week in a row, they've managed to do the same thing all over again, where mm-hmm. it's really well paced. It never lets up. There's never a dull moment, because of the energy the show brings. The crowd brings energy, which infuses more energy into the show itself. Um, yeah, top to bomb, just really fun stuff. Uh, I never really thought, despite rumors that he was going to show up at AEW at one point, never really thought I'd see Nick Gage in AEW. Sure enough, he's going to have a match next week against Chris Jericho. Uh, I know he's not a huge name now, but Chavo Guerrero showing up to, to, to work with Andrade is awesome. Chavo is great. Um, there's, there's just... And then I didn't figure we'd see a title change tonight in the main event. Not only was it absolutely bonkers, um, but we got a new IWGP US champion in Lance Archer. Yeah, really, really spectacular match. I'm a big fan of Archer. Same. And uh, and I thought that, you know, obviously a death match, uh, a lot of that stuff mirrored their death match in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, was absolutely spectacular. They, they booked Archer the way he really needs to be booked mm-hmm. and should have been booked this entire time just as an absolute... Uh, a death machine, a murder hawk um, monster, if you will. The, yeah, when he got up from that death rider and flipped him the bird, and just right there on TV, he said "fuck you." Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was great. you know it was great. And it's finally and, he got that yeah. huge win that he's been needing basically since he didn't yeah. beat Cody for the TNT title. That choke slam on the on the chair backs. Mm. Oh God. Why would a guy do that? <laughs> that sucked. That sucks so bad. It looked like it sucked really bad. I I leapt out of my chair for that one, and then the actual finish, uh, I leapt out of my chair, and uh, I was pretty happy about that. That was pretty. Yeah. That no, was I, something else, man. Yeah, yeah, same. I like how you you mentioned this. Their callbacks to uh, uh, their their Tokyo Dome Wrestle Kingdom death match, especially the the finish where in that match, and I think even a match in AEW. Mox did the the paradigm shift off the apron through the two tables, and he's like, oh, I'm going to up the ante this time. Let's put some barbed wire on him. And it ended up taking that time to do that and end up costing him the match. I like those yeah. details, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, uh, man, the, the the freedom that they get in AEW to tell those stories. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's not not a knock on, on WWE. They, their wrestlers are able to tell those kind of stories as well. But it's always fun, regardless of the promotion, to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like it. Same, um, same. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, dude, there's, you know, we can talk about every segment because basically every segment had something in it, but I mean, let's just start off at the beginning. Uh, the labors of Jericho, uh, kick us off with Chris Jericho versus Sean Spears, the chairman who's allowed in this match to have chair. Uh, and, uh, when he tries to use it, uh, Jericho, uh, basically is able to counter it. Well, first, um, before is, the match started, like a real, Highlight of the show for us before the match began when Chris Jericho was making his entrance. Who do we see singing oh, along to Judas? Oh, dude, Deadlock's own Pulse. Yeah, man, that was great. Check out the Deadlock podcast. It's yes. one of my favorites. It's so damn good. Yes. And uh, and Pulse is a friend of ours. Yep. Great guy. Yeah. Awesome to see awesome him there. Dude. Awesome dude. Yeah. That was great. Knows Anyways, all sorry. the words to knows all the words to Judas. Anyways, I just wanted to interrupt for that one little thing. 
carry on. No, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, so anyways, when Spears finally gets to use that chair, he swings it at Jericho. Jericho takes him down, puts him in the walls. Tully comes to distract. Sammy runs him off. Spears tries to he gets Jericho up on his like fireman carry with like a, 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 a the chair on it. It's just loosely cobbled together. Tries for a C4 with both those things, but it just falls apart. Jericho sends him into a chair that had been wedged in the corner earlier uh, and bouncing off that. He gets a, a Spears eats a Judas effect four three. And this was shy. So uh, MJF was on commentary the whole mm-hmm. time. He's pretty mm-hmm. good. And he comes out. He says, no, 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 no. Stop that music. Stop that music. He says, listen, next week. Uh, for his second labor, he's like, because evidently you don't like playing with uh, playing according to the rules, Jericho. I've got a guy who doesn't know how to play by the rules. He's a man who's robbed a bank and stabbed a man in his jugular. And immediately, everybody knows in the wrestling world uh, who that is. And Nick Gage comes out and he's got the pizza cutter he's with him. He's got the Larson. pizza cutter with him. Yeah. And Jericho looks like he's about to crap his pants if he hadn't already. Jericho's reaction was great. He's like, oh, gosh. I'm he was not, I'm in trouble. not into that. No, he wasn't. But he had, you know, he had some time to reflect. And later on, he seemed to have steeled himself for the battle that's going to ensue next week. He's got a response. We'll talk about that yeah, we'll in a bit. we'll talk about that later. So after that, we had a Miro promo. Uh, this one was pretty quick. He said there have been many champions before him, but there will be none after him. And he says at homecoming, God's favorite champion will fight. Who can beat him? These are the words of the Redeemer. He's so good. Mm-hmm. He's who do you so think? Uh, who do you think? Homecoming is going to be a stack show too. Yeah, yeah I, we get our we get our Cody Malachi Black match. There I'm too. guessing since that's going to be like the the not only homecoming in the sense they're back at Jacksonville. They made a point of saying tonight that's going to be the first show there for a while. So I imagine that as kind of a thank you to the fans there, they're going to pull out all the stops. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. would suspect. Um, uh, after that, but I don't know. It's uh, sort of specifics. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah. Like who's it gonna be? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm still convinced it's gonna be a little while, but I'm convinced that it's gonna be Jungle Boy that eventually takes it off him. Miro's gonna seems, have that belt for a while. He's probably gonna have that title for a little while. Yeah, but they got it. They got to start. You know, I. This isn't just because of my feelings about Christian Cage. They got to stop putting him, the, making him the focal point of Jungle of uh, Jurassic Express, man. That's the story, though. That's the story they're doing back there. He got he got to pat him on the shoulder today. That was all Jungle Boy really got. I know, to do but I think that's the story. Is is because as we saw last week when when Christian Cage got on, on uh, Luchasaurus' shoulder, Jungle Boy was not too happy about that. Yeah, dude. That's the story yeah. they're telling. He's like, "You're not Edge." Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, after that, we had uh, Doc Gallows versus Elite Hunter, Frankie Kazarian. Uh, and this match was, you know, whatever. It was fine. Uh, really was made to, to set up the next bit here. because uh, So Aunt Carl Anderson distracts. Gallows hits a sit-out powerbomb for three to get the win. Mm-hmm. And then Callison Omega come down. It was pretty funny. Kenny gets on the mic and it said, for months. 
You've been a thorn in our side, Frankie. The Elite Hunter, haha, oh boy, how the tables have turned. Because the Elite Hunter has, now the Elite Hunter has become, uh, uh, and Callus has to get in his ear. Yeah. Says, oh, that's right. The Elite Hunter has become the Elite Hunted. <laughs> that was he pretty didn't great. No, how to phrase it. That was so good. That was so, so, of good. course, they're, they, he loads up the title, and Callus is like, yeah, look what we're about to do to you, Kazarian. So they're about to, like, really destroy. They're about to make the an Elite example Hunter. out of Kazarian because they said, hey, Paige, this is what you can expect. Mm-hmm. So uh, Paige comes out, Hangman comes out, he's got his beer, enters the ring. Callus says, There's four of us and one of you, and I know cowboys aren't very bright. Are you stupid or drunk? And Hangman didn't have a mic on him, and I wish they had a they had this segment mic'd up because he clearly says both. And he gives Callus the beer, tries to take a Kenny runs, tries to take out uh the good brothers, but mm-hmm. they get the upper hand, uh, and uh the good brothers beat him down, then the dark order come out to make the save there. Yep, and then Paige ends up hitting uh, Carl Anderson with the buckshot lariat. Uh, mm. After that, we have a Brian Cage interview, but before uh, he gets asked a question, we go to a Team Taz announcement. Uh, they've crowned a new FTW champion, and hey. now Starks says he wants to invite everybody to a celebration next week in Charlotte. He says, being from New Orleans, I know a thing or two about partying. Uh, he <laughs> said he's going to show uh, show up and show out in absolute fashion. He'd go back to Cage. And uh, uh, Cage asks if there, Team Taz is still there in the arena. No. All right. So he says, so next week there's going to be a celebration for Starks. That works out. I love celebrations. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to crash it. He's going to crash the celebration. This I'm assuming gonna he's going to crash the celebration. Uh, is he going to have a shirt on or off, Larson? Because in off. this, just just watching TV, he had the shirt on. I mean, watching, watching AW TV makes, leads me to believe that he doesn't own a single shirt. That that could be. That's very possible. And if he does, it's like a, a Swolverine shirt. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Darby Allen with FPOS rib tape on versus Wheeler Yuta, mm. and uh, they showed Hikaleu in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, and the high point of this match, it was a good match, but the high point of this match clearly was Orange Cassidy being out there with uh, and Sting, of course, being out there. Oh gosh, that was and, so good. And uh, they have a face off, very dramatic. Oh. Orange Cassidy hits some of his very lazy kicks. He does his hands in pockets, yeah. Does the hands in pockets. And then Sting, they both load up for their own lazy super kicks. They both give lazy super kicks in tandem. Yeah. I like that Sting was the first one to do the shin kick. After the hands in yeah. pockets, Sting did the lazy right. shin yeah, kick. Yeah, and they yeah. They, the yeah, they trade kick. those. And then he does the laziest Sting chest bump. He goes, oh, so good. It was, it was so hilarious. And the funny thing is about it, Darby gets distracted by it for a second. He's like, yeah. what's going on out yeah. here? So Yuta good. goes for the roll-up. Darby gets out of that, hits a stunner and a coffin drop for uh, for the win there. Yeah, it was a fun match. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, the Blade, who has a match with uh, Orange Cassidy later in the show, runs out, hits Cassidy with some brass knuckles. Uh, we have uh, Lance Archer, Mox video package, hyping up their main event tonight. And then we get the uh, women's title match, Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was pretty, this, there's parts of it that were, that worked that I, I really enjoyed. There's a couple bits that mm-hmm. are a little clunky. Yeah, there were, yeah, there were a little there bit, were. a little clunky. Yeah. Um, down the stretch though, uh, Britt, she runs into a choke slam. She kicks out of that, uh, then hits a crucifix bomb that gets her a two count. Then she hits another crucifix roll up, uh, gets a two there, and then Britt hits a pair of stomps, gets her a two count. Uh, she runs into a forearm. Rebel gets on the apron to distract. Britt goes and grabs the title. She throws it to Nyla. Bump. She does the Eddie Guerrero thing. She does the Eddie Guerrero thing. But yeah. Vicky's down there. She grabs the ref's ankle so he can't turn mm-hmm. around and see what happened. And while that's going on, Nyla tosses the belt back to Britt and is is like is like in a position saying, "Don't do it. You know, don't hit mm-hmm. me with it." And the ref turns mm-hmm. around. And he doesn't DQ Britt, just kind of admonishes her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that allows Nyla to hit a beast bomb. Britt kicks out. Nyla goes for another. Britt escapes, sinks in lockjaw to get the win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- may, I'm just speculating here. It's kind of a long match. Maybe it's easy to get lost in the spots. I don't know how wrestling works. <laughs> I don't know either. So I don't I'm, know I'm either. just trying to I'm figuring out a reason. Um 
After that, we had a truncated, apparently the full version of this. I think I saw somebody in chat mention the full version of this, I think is on YouTube. Oh, all right. Um, uh, FTR. I just think the show was so packed that they truncated the hell out of this. Mm-hmm. FTR and LAX press conference with no press and no questions. Um, so I think uh, Dak starts off saying uh, yeah, something. Yeah. And yeah, Santana he, he says, says the four of them aren't all that different. You know. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. says, I respect uh santana ortiz as wrestlers but as a man they don't get any of my respect on the ortiz um saying like well essentially saying well hey while you're off in wwe uh mm-hmm. we were here at AEW from the beginning and, <laughs> and Sant- then santana just starts p- pulling out like a photo album he's like he's like hey look at this it's a picture of my mom after she had me she was 15 uh look at this picture right here this is uh, my mom's apartment it was a piece of trash place and then look at this newspaper clipping or something. I don't even know what that yeah, last was. Yeah, you couldn't really was. tell what it was if, if it was like some yeah. legal paperwork or a newspaper clipping. Yeah. <laughs> or he's like, something. this is my my mom taking my, uh, slumlords to court so we can like, have what? a decent place to live or something yeah. like that. Yeah. What, is this, what does have any of this have to do with wrestling? Because then Dax just yells back, I believe in three things. God, family, and professional wrestling. Or something like that, wasn't yeah. it? Like God, yeah, yeah. He says, I only, care yeah. About, I only care about three things. God, my family, professional wrestling. We're going to show up next week. And beat and beat your ass. I'm like nobody's really like they're just talking and not saying anything. It's hilarious. Yeah, it feels like they were having two <laughs> different conversations. And they somehow edited yeah, it together. Yeah, right. Yeah, but if it was oh, longer man. and it was you know truncated, then that would make sense. Yeah, I just think that they're probably just trying to pack so much stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or he says like he pulled out the pictures, but the camera didn't even show any of the pictures to the, to the audience. He was yeah. just pick, pulling out pictures randomly. I'm like. You're younger than us. Like what you have like pictures from like the nineteen eighties or seventies or something. What's going on here? I don't know. Anyways, uh after that we had uh, an Andrade promo. Mm-hmm. He comes out and he says, or it's supposed to be an interview basically, but it turns into sort of a promo. He's uh says, you know, to everybody, he says, Tranquilo, hold on a second. He says, Before we start, Andrade has a surprise for everyone. Because everybody crapped on the idea of Vicky Guerrero being my uh executive consultant. I kept it in the familia. New executive consultant, Chavo Guerrero. Oh, great. Which great. is really cool. So Chavo comes out. He says, hey, this is the place to be. When I walked around backstage, I saw so much talent. What a great time to be a wrestling fan. And he says, but with all due respect, I don't see anybody that has as much talent as this man. So that brings out Death Triangle. Yeah, so Death Back Triangle says, came up to the stage. Yeah, and, and he says, I don't know who you think you are, Andrade. Last week, we heard our name in your moat. For the record, let it be known that Death Triangle hides from no one. Yeah. Uh, Andrade says, thanks for coming. Hey, guys, thanks for coming. Hey, but guys. he says to, to Phoenix and Penta, they're good. But with Andrade, they could be great. He calls himself an elite superstar. Uh, Chavo takes over for a bit and says he's going to explain it to Pac. Uh, says they're all talented, but he looks at their waist. It's not shiny enough. If they want to mm-hmm. change that, then, then Penta and Phoenix need to listen to Andrade. And Andrade says, I got a question for Phoenix and Penta. Why do you work for Pac? And he says, now you work for me. And Pac says, he doesn't know what planet Andrade is on, but Phoenix and Penta don't work for him. They're, fa- they're a family, a brotherhood. And then Phoenix takes the mic, says he and Penta are the real face Latinos. Uh, Penta grabs the mic. Alex translates. I like that's getting over. Where Alex oh, same, says, yeah. Penta I says. Know. Penta says. He says, uh, why would they want to join a group with them, with him, when they're not even, when uh, uh, Andrade's not even on their level. So they go get in the apron, kind of have a, a, a showdown, a face-off, and wrestling mm-hmm. producers come and break it up. A bit ballsy, a bit uh, presumptive of Mr. El Idolo mm-hmm. to come out and say, hey guys, what's up? You work for me now. You work for me now. Like, look, we're not, no, there's definitely a, 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 a problem with communication here because I don't think Andrade knows how Hiring employees works. Well, man. maybe this is just him trying to recruit them to join him, and that doesn't happen. He forms his own group. Listen, here's the thing. Andra- Number one, I got freaked out when Pac started walking in front of his faction. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah, I know. If you're in a faction and you're on the microphone, never walk in front of your faction, okay? Because somebody is going to get a chair out or a kendo stick or they're just going to jump you. Never get in front of your faction. Number two... Don't recruit people by saying, hey, what's up? You work for me now. Yeah. You get a T-shirt work. Yeah. with your logo on it, yes. and you offer it up. Yes. 
you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But no no amount of, of, of convincing, hey, your waist doesn't look shiny. No, 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 no. It's this. Here's a t-shirt. Look at the cool logo. What I'm trying to say is I think we would be, would be something if we get L-I-A-E-W. Right. Yes. L-I, yeah. L-I-A, Los Ingobernables Day, All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. That's good. So what do you, do you think? So you think Andrade is going to get his own dudes? Or do you think uh, Pac and Phoenix, I'm sorry, uh, Phoenix and Penta. Wouldn't it be funny if like, it was Pac and one of the dudes and not like the obvious choice of yeah. Phoenix and Penta? Or if it was Penta? just Pac. <laughs> 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 well, last week you said I work for you. <laughs> I want a second paycheck because I'm already getting yeah, one. Yeah, he's, he's moodlining in two factions. Exactly. Yeah, I can do both. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we had a, a, a bit from earlier in the night. Hardy family office. They're beating up Marco Stunt and Jurassic Express. Christian runs out to make the save. We get a promo from Christian. Uh, he says, hey, Hardy family office, it took two of you to take out poor little Marco. Um, and he says, I thought I was done with you, Matt Hardy, last week, but apparently not. We're going to finish it. I want to match next week. It's going to be Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus Private Party and Angelico. And, yeah, he, uh, Christian does all the talking. Uh, he's going to wear out his welcome with Jurassic Express real, real soon. I wonder how that's going to go down because everybody loves all these guys, and I don't know. Maybe Christian Christian should be a heel. Maybe yeah, like he could be easily a heel. heel. Yeah, you think he's going to turn heel on these guys? There's like two and a half of them. But the well, one really, three because you can count Luchasaurus as like two guys, and then Marco Stunt is like half a guy, and then Jungle Boy's a dude. You know, yeah, he's one. He's one. Well, Luchasaurus, he's so tall. No, I know and Marco's. Marco's. I know Marco's really very tiny. short. Yes, he's really short. Yes, I know. He's like he gets beat up by everybody, man. So next up, we had uh, like the fastest segment on the show it was like 15 seconds long, which was hilarious because it, it it's apropos. It belongs to the factory. They were being interviewed by Marvez, and uh, uh, QT Marshall's asked, "Hey, Marvez says last week you poured a protein shake on Tony Schiavone's head. Very quickly, tell me, are you going to apologize to him?" And QT Marshall said, "Yeah, sure, next week." <laughs> Basically, he said like a sentence. But yeah, he's he like, said he's, he's like, "Hey, Marvez, what are you looking nervous for? I'm not going to dump a protein shake on your head." But yes, I I, I do owe Tony an apology, and it'll happen in the ring next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, look at Hugh along heavy's uh, chat. It's funny. No, I saw uh, <laughs> the Blade versus Orange Cassidy. <laughs> the Blade versus Orange Cassidy was next. Oh, this is what you get. This is what you guys are missing out on if you're not joining us for Twitch. Yep. Uh, so the blade. Uh, this blade is pretty clever in this match. The, honestly, I'm kind of surprised he didn't win because because he gave a gut wrench bomb on the top turnbuckle to Orange Cassidy. Amazing. Gosh, that, that was, was I insane. Popped, that, I popped huge for that. That was so unexpected. Uh, but to kick things off, he sort of plays possum and uh, is able to get the ref distracted. Putting OC in the corner, uh, Orange Cassidy in the corner. So Blade goes up and he and he wrecks him with a kick or whatever. Uh, so Statlander and the Bunny get into it ringside. The Blade pulls Statlander in front of him as Orange Cassidy's hitting a suicide dive, and then Orange Cassidy is able to maneuver Blade so that he accidentally runs into the Bunny. Mm-hmm. Did 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 I miss it? Did Orange Cassidy tend to Statlander at all? Like after notice. that happened, I didn't notice. Because oh, I look, I sort of looked. I was like, "Oh wow, that was rough." And I looked down. I looked back up, and I'm like, "Why is he not tending to like Statlander?" 
Like she's his good friend, maybe even more. Are they together? Are they like romantically like? Do know. we know? I don't know. I thought I thought maybe they were, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what people do. Anyways, Blade hits a corkscrew tombstone for two. Uh, Orange Cassidy <laughs> hits like the a finish. I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> two that's moves all, that should have been a finish, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, anyways, where are we in the the finish here? So, so Bunny um, gets Blade yeah, the the brass knuckles. Uh, Orange Cassidy evades that, hits an orange punch for three. Yeah, and then and afterwards, the uh, 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 Orange gets the brass knuckles after the match and hits uh, Blade with an orange punch with those. Oh, is that what it is? Caleb with a K oh, is with Starlander. Right. Really? That's cool. That's a good-looking couple right there. Uh, then we get a Chris Jericho interview. His back's to the camera, and he says if uh, MJF is going to bring the most demented man the business in to face him, then he's going to have to bring out the most demented version of himself. He turns around. This is next week. Nick Gage versus the paid maker. Ooh, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of next week, uh, our AEW titles, title's going to be on the line, right? Our. Our. What does our mean? I mean, it's in your possession, but it's our belt. We just trade it based on who pr- picks things. Yeah. Correctly. Legally legally speaking, if we ever dissolved as a company, this is probably a property that would be considered both of ours. Correct. So, in the legal sense, it is our title. Yeah. But You're just in possession of it at the current time. It's mine. It's yours, if right. we ever broke up as a company, I think we'd probably just say, okay, who won predictions last for this title? Okay, you get to keep that. I think we'd just do that. Or or liquidate. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd chuck it all in our storage facility and have storage wars come by. Uh so next week, uh Jericho versus Gage, Santana Ortiz versus FTR. That's gonna be a tough match to call to pick uh, to to pick a winner there. Uh, uh wait, which one? Oh, FTR versus LAX. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a toss up right that's there. I, I got to watch that entire. I think here's the thing. I'm I'm pretty sure LAX. That was not a fart. It was my chair. I'm pretty sure LAX is going to win that just by virtue of the fact that Santana busts out a picture of his mom, yeah. of his teenage mom. That to me kind of says that Santana Ortiz is going to win. But I don't know. I'm going to have to watch that entire YouTube thing and see if there's any go home math on the uh, on the YouTube clip. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or watch a uh, darker elevation next week. Yeah. So Christian, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus taking on and Helicone Private Party. And then the winner of the U.S. title bout, uh, Mox or Archer versus, uh, how do you pronounce his name again? Hikaleu. Thank you. Hikaleu. Um, and then uh, the Elite, Super Elite taking on Paige and the Dark Order, five on five match, elimination match. And then they announced that Tony Khan was going to announce a new live event. A new oh a new live event. I yeah. thought it was gonna be okay. That's cool. Are they doing like a house show or something? I don't know. And they also mm-hmm. said at homecoming, it's gonna be Malachi Black versus Cody. Yeah, that's huge. That's pretty. Massive. I figured that'd be all out, but nope. That's crazy. That's how loaded all out's gonna be. They don't even have time for that match, right? Um, unless they do like a a series. That's possible. But but I don't know. Um, let's get back to fight for the fallen. Otherwise, the except for FTR versus LAX, these are all these are all sort of gimmies, aren't they? Like Jurassic Express has to beat Hardy Family Office. They got Christian on their team, unless it literally falls apart there. Um, uh, no, I don't think so. I, I feel like I feel like Jurassic Express has to beat Hardy Family Office. Dark Order's got to win that match. Yeah, and Paige, they got to win that match. So yeah, mm-hmm. and Archer's going to retain. So he's not dropping that title. So, so yeah. it's got to be yeah Santana Ortiz or FTR. I mean, they'll yep. probably announce. They might announce another match or two between now and the actual show. So yeah, we'll do our yeah, picks, yeah. So. We might have some more. Uh, yeah, some more picks there. Uh, and then yeah, like you said, two weeks. Uh, Malachi Black versus Cody for Homecoming, and then there was. So you said you said earlier in the show that Homecoming, it's going to be like they're going to be back at Daly's place for a little yeah, while. Daly's place. It's going to be at Daly's place, and I believe uh, Excalibur said that it's the, their last trip there for a while. It's their oh, it's the last trip at Daly's place for a while. Then they're back on the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, that's cool. I don't really like Daly's place. Uh, yeah. That, and then they had like a video package for Malachi Black versus uh, Cody. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was good. pretty well done. Yeah, that was, that was well good. done. And then we had our main event. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holy crap, dude. This was great. This was great. great. This, this was, was great. So awesome. Where to start? Uh, let's start with the fork, How about I when guess. Archer threw a person at oh, yeah, the mob? Then they'll start nearly the beginning then. So, yeah, they're out brawling in a crowd. Uh, they brawl up in the crowd a bit back towards ringside when Archer throws a fan at Moxley. <laughs> uh, we get back to the ring. Box clotheslines Archer out of it. Goes for a suicide dive. Archer forearms him. Peels back the mat's ringside. Mm-hmm. Looks for a body slam or something. Mox escapes. It's a paradigm shift on the exposed floor. This busts open Archer. He's bleeding all over the place. Uh, while Archer's trying to get up and get back in the ring, Mox gets a fork and just starts jabbing it in Archer's head. <laughs> that was amazing. It was so it was so brutal. It was great. It's, and he it did it ridiculous. a couple times during the course of the match. So Mox gets a table from two tables from the ring, actually set him up near ringside, kind of like he did at the Wrestle Kingdom match where they're right next to each other, right near like middle of the ring, ringside. Yeah, and he tosses yeah. some weapons in the ring, takes the fork to Archer again, chop blocks him, <laughs> takes a chair to his leg, hits him with a dragon screw leg whip, puts the chair at his ankle, jumps off the second rope to stomp on it. Uh, Mox is looking to hit Archer with a trash can lid. Instead, Archer just punches the lid right into Mox's face. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trading some strikes. Mox ends up getting the advantage there. He bites Archer in his head, where he's bleeding from. Hits a German suplex. Archer no sells it. Hits like a ripcord boss man slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, hits Mox with a trash can. Sets up a couple chairs. He's looking for a blackout through those chairs. Yeah, Mox escapes that. Low blows Archer, and so the chairs were were facing each other with the the front of the seats touching. And so Archer uh, or Mox flipped it around so the the backs of the chairs. Were touching, so there was like a hard ridge. If someone were to land on them, and yeah. someone did, when Archer choke slam Mox onto the top of the chairs, that sucked. You know what? I, you know it was a really cool little bit of I don't know what it'd be called. I guess storytelling, crowd manipulation, whatever. Do you notice Mox got some booze when he did the low blow? Yeah, he got the low blow, and that's setting up because at that point the match kind of switches, so you get the babyface win. With Archer, when typically Mox would be the babyface in this situation, yeah. that's really fucking smart. Also, because it's uh, it's it's Archer's hometown. Yeah, yeah, you know that helps too. So Archer follows with the boot. He's looking for a cannonball. Uh, Mox counters with a lariat, then a paradigm shift. Ref starts counting. Archer's up at like four. Yeah, he just pops right up, middle right. fingers for Mox. Yeah. And then Mox come over, starts stabbing Archer with the fork again. <laughs> and so Mox goes and gets those panels of barbed wire from under the ring, puts it on top of the tables. Uh, Archer's rolling out to the apron, and Mox mm-hmm. is looking for a paradigm shift, but Archer grabbed the fork. Mm-hmm, starts going mm-hmm. after Mox with it. And then choke slams him through all those barbed wire, all the, the barbed wire tables uh, for the win. Mox can't uh, get up before the 10 count. Uh, it was pretty great. It's a fantastic match. Uh, afterwards, Hikaleo uh, walks into the ring uh, to face off with Archer, and Archer says, you want some, come get some. Yeah. Boy, man, I marked out so hard. Yeah, that's, that's awesome for Archer. He needed a huge win. I'm so happy he got it. For sure. So that, happy he got it. The, uh, <laughs> the fork to the head stuff. It was like something you'd see in a prison movie. It really was. You know? <laughs> if I know Mox, you know, he you hold it in your hand so so the, the tongs of the fork are like, you know, yeah, not sticking yeah, out. Yeah, sure. But if you do it in such a violent manner, shit, you it know. It just looks cool regardless. Yeah, like, does. I know they're not actually, like, doing it, but oh my God, it was awesome. What What isn't faked is that choke slam on the chair back. Yeah, you can't. You can't. That sucked. That. You can't keep that, that. That just absolutely sucked. Remember that time it was uh, Alistair versus uh, Adam Cole? And Adam Cole ate a spot like that over two chairs. Yeah, I know. The same I know. Way. I know. It's back when NXT was treated like a real brand. Yeah. It was assless. Seemingly we took had to be an afterthought. Took and flipped, took my brand and just uh, just buried it. Anyways, 
let's go ahead and answer some. Now I need a new brand, man. I guess it's AEW. Yeah, come on, join me <laughs> being an AEW shill, Steve. AEW's oh, best. No, we, we need, I'll be a uh, I'll be an MLW shill. All right. Uh, what about Ring of Honor? I'll be a decent. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, let's answer some questions here. Oh, by the way, tomorrow, numbers don't lie. Yes. Uh, Friendo oh. Club TV, $5 a month uh, on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. A Twitch sub or a YouTube channel membership gets you access to watching the show, yep. hanging out, yep. uh, voting. Survey is still open right now. It is. It is. It is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tom Anthony R. What's next for Britt Baker? I don't know who's number one contender or who's next. What are, here, rankings. I'll look at the rankings. No, I'm already, I'm already on. I'm already on it. You're... I don't think there's any videos playing. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Statlander. Yeah, I'm thinking of like a bad. I mean, Brit, so, I guess Britt can be either a good guy. Or so, guy. uh, just below Nyla Rose in the rankings is Thunder Rosa. Oh, yeah, she was there tonight. At least she tweeted a picture of herself there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting what they do with Britt's character in terms of she could be either a good guy or a bad guy. She just is who she is. Um, yeah, Thunder Rosa. I don't know. You think they're gonna, it'd be likely they'd revisit that soon i mean that that's an all-out match that that could yeah. potentially be an all-out match yeah jade cargill that's a that's a big one that would be pretty huge that's a big one just, i just think she that, hasn't been on t she hasn't been on dynamite wrestling in a while you know that's just sort of the thing about about the women's division is that there's not like just a line of people ready mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't, I don't know. know either yeah Unless maybe Britt will get in. her win over rosa that's a good point uh hugh along have you made that point uh, White Brownie says, realistically, how close is AEW at catching up on both viewership and demo to SmackDown? It's got a ways to go before SmackDown. Now, if they bring in Punk and Daniel Bryan, it's still, especially if Raw is going to keep getting numbers like they did this week, um, it, they still got a ways to go to get there consistently. But if Raw settles back down to where they were, one and a half, and AEW keeps putting on awesome shows and they can get Punk and Bryan, give it some time but they could start they could be on the heels of raw they could possibly they probably have a better chance of passing them on the 18 to 49 demo than actual viewership numbers because they were really yeah. close last week they were thin yeah three what three 100s yeah yeah um i don't know i don't know i mean what you just said sounds right um i don't know i mean WWE is doing themselves no favors by like alienating themselves from their hardcore base with all this NXT stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like nobody wants to see cross. I mean, I look, I personally thought it was funny cause I don't like cross, but like nobody really wants to see that. Like any real NXT fan is like really into it. It's like, Oh man, cross, he's a monster. And then he, they're not doing themselves any favors, but yeah. I mean, they, they, they aim for like a bigger thing than that, I guess by bringing in the bigger names, you know, they could bring in and they can keep on popping the ratings. You know, they still have like maybe Ronda Rousey would be interested. Um, they seem WWE seems to be able to go back to that. Well, to the short term ratings boost ad nauseum. They seem to be able to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if, if this past week was just a ratings bump or if they're going to be able to continue that momentum to SummerSlam and through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but uh, all AEW needs to do is just keep on making the right signings and telling the right stories. Yep. And, you know, even if it's two, three, four, five years from now, as, they, as long as they keep up what they're doing, they'll be competitive, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, as long as they keep their broadcast partners happy with their numbers mm-hmm. and they can keep themselves afloat financially. You know, then they could just focus on telling the stories they want to tell, bringing mm-hmm. to the people they want to bring, developing younger talent to keep the company going into the future. And if if they happen to catch up to Raw or surpass Raw, so be it. But I don't know if that's necessarily a concern for them right now. I think it's probably like the the cherry on top. You know, dude, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. probably like they they're focusing on their business model. It, it obviously Tony Khan is not the kind of guy who 
you know, like Bischoff back in the day would put Hogan versus Goldberg on just to beat Raw that week in the ratings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, if they keep on making good moves and continue doing what they're doing and getting, you know, a lot of buzz, then then they'll get there eventually. But that'll just be a result of what they're doing as opposed to trying to do that thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, while Bill says if Cody and Malachi is at homecoming, then it feels like Cody's going to win. Unless it's like a DQ situation. No, Cody is not going to cleanly, cleanly beat Malachi Black. It's not going to happen. Yeah, there, I mean, it's it's possible there's a DQ situation, but I I don't think that Malachi Black is going to start off his AEW career with the, with the 0 and 1. I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, JTV says if you were to introduce a manager to be your consultant, uh, wait, which which? Let's see, next week. Okay, so yeah, homecoming is in August, right? It's yes, the first thing it's of the first week, okay. first Wednesday okay. of August. JTV says, if you were to introduce a manager to be your consultant, which retired wrestler would it be? For me, it'd be Raven. Good. Sid. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, what what advice do you think Sid would give you that's... Oh, it's all softball related. Oh, wow. Interesting. That so happened would... to be my gimmick, so it's, it's cool. Softball player. Yeah. I mean, QT's is bowling guy, so... Yeah, virtually. Why not? Yeah, why not be softball guy? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jorge D with Cody abandoning uh, QT and his jobbers for Malachi. They seem so lost. They never interacted with anyone outside of Cody, so they can't really start a feud with anyone. And Cody didn't let them get any wins, so they got zero momentum. They don't even win on dark. Is there any way to fix them or just scrap them at this point? Whoa, whoa, wait a second. QT pin Cody in a tag they're match. In a fu- they're in a feud right now with Tony Schiavone. Well, that's more Tony Schiavone versus Protein Shakes. That's a big deal. Tony Schiavone is a big deal, and that is a massive feud. That's an all-out main event level feud. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. <laughs> you try as I might. I can't Tony Schiavone. Of course you cannot. Uh, <laughs> uh, best in the West is Black would lose his first match if it was against Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Good point. Uh, let's see here. Uh, dog authority figure. I kind of thought this too, but maybe... Because it was specifically a Texas death match, a Dog Authority figure says, since it was an IWGP US championship match, shouldn't the ref have done a 20 count? So it wasn't a count out. It was a 10 count because it's a death match and it's the guy can't get up to his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's different. Yeah. Uh, Joe Lariato, live event could be a huge cross promotion event, maybe. Impact, New Japan, AEW, NWA. Ooh, what if Tony Khan's going to announce Bound for Glory? The like they're participating. Yeah, the super show. They should call it. What was that super show back in the day that tried to compete with WrestleMania? Oh yeah, um, like Stars. It wasn't that wasn't Stark. It was a. Uh, oh, what was it? What was it? It's on the tip of my tongue too. There was like three. Uh, 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 oh, what was it? And that was one. Of the, didn't Lawler win the title then? And like he kept it, and they were like, "Hey, I give it so, back." Yeah. It was the old, super old school one. The Von Erichs. Yeah. God, what was it called? Super Clash. Was it Super Clash? That sounds right. That sounds right. Could be it. I Super think it was Clash. Super Clash. <laughs> Floppy Dodger says AW Bounder for glory. <laughs> Bound for even more glory. Uh, Steve Klein says who from LIJ should appear on AEW and who are they feud with? Naito. If you're going to have somebody, have it be Naito. Yeah. Um, and in fact, when, when, when he introduced Chavo, Heroes of Wrestling. I part of me I was like, dude, are they gonna bring Naito out for this show? The show's already really stacked. Could you imagine if Naito showed up? I mean, I I couldn't just because New Japan has a show in like three days. I think they're defending <laughs> the tag title. So I was like, they, I know it's not gonna happen. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, Super Clash Three, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh Church says after the show tonight, can you please check the Patreon inbox for me? I have a favor to ask. Sure. Sure thing. Uh Goldie says, kinda sucks Jeff Hardy is getting some heat for beating Cross. Jeff Hardy should be getting zero heat from anybody for doing anything. He did what he was what he was asked to do. He's got a job, so he's supposed to do it. He is a Hall of Famer. He's one of the most influential wrestlers of all time. Uh, he should be getting zero heat from anybody. Um, I, I, don't, I have no idea why there'd be any. You know, when I when I slander his name, it's simply because as a competitor in kayfabe, he lost to Veer on main event. Yeah, totally. Like a week ago, totally. 
So he should not be pinning the NXT champion, no. even if his feet are on the ropes. Yes. Yes. But that ain't his fault. Nope. Organ Grinder says, who do you think will be the next two-time champ in AEW any title? FTR might be the, the, the two-time tag champs before anybody else has a shot at being a two-time champ elsewhere. Uh, yeah, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. That's a possibility, yeah, because I don't think... Uh, I don't think Darby's going to go back after that title, Mm-mm. the Mm-mm. TNT title. Mm-mm. Black Mega Man says, so in Steve rankings, Jeff Hardy's above Christian Cage. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think objectively, yeah. Jeff Hardy, yeah. His career has been stellar. Absolutely stellar. Uh, Rocco asks, who's going to take the tag titles off the Young Bucks? Um... Oh, it wouldn't shock me if that happened at all out also with the Dark Order. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Would, that yeah. would that would people would they, it would blow up if uh Silver and Reynolds mm-hmm. took those titles. Oh, apparently the 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 five-man team is going to be Page and then Grayson and Uno and then Silver and Reynolds, yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um all right, we'll end on this. Well, no, that's not even a question. Do we have one more question here in Twitch? Are we good? Uh, DingMQ asks, should Ring of Honor join the Forbidden Door? If so, wrestlers, which wrestlers from Ring of Honor should appear? DingMQ says, I want to see Roosh, Bandito, Jonathan Gresham, the Briscoes, PCO, Dan House, and Jay Lethal and Tracy Williams, but not Matt Taven. I'd love to you see know, Jonathan Gresham in, uh, in AEW. You know the scene in uh, Anchorman when all the, the anchor teams fight? The different news teams, yeah. And then, and he's like, Channel 13, you guys have been in fourth place for five years. Oh, that's Ring of Honor, huh? <laughs> You're going to be in dead place. <laughs> that's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.